Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. show talking about oh, multiple things. The disappointment from the Rangers with Patrick Kane in his debut. The Rangers you know, lose at home to Ottawa. Good thing I didn't pay 300 bucks to get in the building for that one. But anyway, it was electrifying to start, not at the finish. Rangers got some work to do as far as getting Kane acclimated, feeling comfortable. Too many passes. Everybody's trying to be the nice guy. Nobody wants to be selfish and be a puck hog. Shoot the puck! Shoot it! Shoot the puck! Shoot it! And they weren't shooting it enough at all. And the power play in particular, that's the unit that needs to become cohesive here. Kane's supposed to be a difference maker while he was last night for the worst. Rangers on a five-minute major couldn't get anything going. 0 for 4 on the power play on the night. That was the biggest issue. So they lose in Kane's debut. Disappointing, but give them some time. Plus, they're shorthanded. No Keandre Miller with the suspension. Lingren still out. Rangers got plenty of time to get things right with their new toys and get everybody back. The Knicks back in action tonight against Miami, looking to make it eight straight victories. We also talked about the World Baseball Classic and the fact that Edwin Diaz was asked to pitch on back-to-back days for um, Puerto Rican for the Puerto Rican team, and you know Diaz said he's not going to do that uh, initially, but may do it later in the spring uh, or later in March uh, if the tournament uh, if PR is there uh, in the finals. And to me, it just shows you, like, why even have these guys participate? Just have minor leaguers or somebody else do it. You can't have Edwin Diaz risking injury in spring training for the World Baseball Classic because he's going to try to pitch on back-to-back days to close out a meaningless exhibition tournament game um, for his team. So that's an issue. And it's not just Diaz. It's Eduardo Escobar playing left field. Think about it. Escobar is a veteran, aging player. He's the Mets' starting third baseman this year. A team that has championship aspirations. They're starting third baseman at his age being asked to play left field for Team Venezuela. Why? And why would the Mets allow that? But they are because they don't want to be the bad guys. 
baseball's got to step in and do something. I know this is every four years. It's not that big of a deal. But it's not right to the teams who are paying these players to play for them. Even something as simple as Omar Narvaez, who's going to miss time building a rapport with his starting staff after signing a free agent contract with the Mets because he wants to go play in the WBC. I just don't like it. We also talked about the youngsters in camp, whether it's Anthony Volpe, who Willie Randolph is comparing to Derek Jeter, says he has the it factor, reminds him of Jeter. Boy, is that music to Yankees fans' ears. Now we'll have to see if Volpe could live up to it. But Volpe, Peraza, you know, these guys got to have an impact, at least one of them, on this Yankees club. And the same with the Mets, with Beatty, Alvarez, Mauricio. You know, Beatty and Mauricio have been having tremendous springs so far. You can't look into the stats, but you can get excited about the possibilities of those youngsters and, you know, the impact that they're going to have to have. And, of course, a big theme of the night slash morning has been the quarterback situation, whether it's Daniel Jones and his team or his camp asking for 45 or north of $45 million a year, which is just impossible to believe. It's actually laughable, and I'm glad the Giants say we're far apart, and Joe Shane's going to be like, dude, you guys aren't even in the ballpark. We like you, but nowhere near that. And the impact that that's going to have on Saquon Barkley. As we approach the franchise tag deadline now, so things are going to start to happen next week one way or another. And we don't know what type of deadline Aaron Rodgers has to make a decision, but he's still waiting or deciding what he's going to do, which I have no problem with. Take your time, Aaron. All you, bro. I want to know. I'm sure everybody wants to know, but you know what? It's not our decision to make. It's yours. Make the decision. Just make it be definitive. I'm sure that's what he's trying to do. I think Rodgers, if you read between the lines, he sounds like a guy who is not ready to retire just yet. He wants to play. And I I think the Jets know that. And I feel like the Jets are rightfully waiting Aaron Rodgers out. The Saints reportedly ready to make Derek Carr an offer or, or ready to sign Derek Carr. So they're ready to go. Carr, if he's smart, would wait it out. Try to wait Rodgers out because depending on what Rodgers does, Carr's contract could be, or, or Carr himself could be even in more command. So it's the waiting game right now with the quarterbacks. Rodgers kind of holding everything up. But I feel like the Jets are waiting for Rodgers to make a decision, and I feel like that's the right decision. They should be waiting for Aaron Rodgers because he's far and away the best option. 877 337 6666. John is calling from Long Branch, New Jersey. What's up, John? What's going on, Sal? How you doing? Yes. Speaking of people taking their time, I got to bring up this pitch. Uh, I haven't heard you the last couple days. I don't know your take on On the pitch clock? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm open-minded to it. I don't like the idea of feeling rushed. Baseball is the only timeless sport. It should not feel rushed. And that's some of the complaints you heard Carlos Carrasco yesterday say he felt rushed out there a little bit. So I think it's going to take some time getting used to not only for some of the pitchers, but for us as fans as well. But I do think ultimately it will be best for the game. Yeah, I agree agree with you. But, you know, when you get into like a playoff scenario, like an NLCS, and it it ends up deciding a game, like, I I don't know. I'm just going to feel bad for the city involved with that, man. Well, what do you mean deciding a game? A, A violation? Yeah, like like a batter is like out of the box, or that whole eight second rule where the batter has to be alerted to the pitch. Right, but why would you why would you feel bad if in fact the batter violated the rule or the pitcher violated the rule? Like a rule's a rule. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this commissioner. You remember the whole lockout last year? Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's so much pressure on the players, and they're they're trying to get the season in. So they formulated this committee, right? It's an 11 member committee. I don't know if you know about this. There's six MLB representatives, you know, various owners and things like that. There's four active players, and there's one umpire. So the commissioner's office can come down and throw a rule change out, and they have 45 days to talk about it and then vote on it. But the major- it's a majority vote, and you know the umpires are going to side with the MLB, so the players are always going to lose. And the players that are on that thing are Tyler Glass now, Jake Flaherty, uh, Whit Merrifield, and Austin Slater. A couple of guys complained about the spider attack thing last year. And um, so I don't know, man. Like, if they come down with a rule change, it wouldn't be for this year. It would be for the following season. So they would have to have all rule changes before spring training. Yeah, the rules are – well, right, these rules aren't going to be adjusted, I wouldn't think, in season. And, and look, I think it's going to be better for the game. Um, but it's just weird feeling rushed. And I can't worry about a violation that may or may not happen in a big spot that's going to cause the team. But my answer to that would be – whether you like the rule or not, you have to abide by the rules. Otherwise, you will be penalized, just like everybody else. Two teams are involved in the game. If one commits a violation that costs them, that's on that team. I can't feel sorry for them. No, you're right. But it also takes away. I know you're an old-time baseball guy, and so am I. I mean, you know, you're a New York baseball fan. Like, you got to be, right? So it kind of takes away, for me anyway, it takes away, like, the chess match of the, the pitcher and the you know, the batter, like, you're not going to be able to wave off pitches anymore if you're the, the pitcher. You know, the catcher no, you got to do it quickly. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, isn't that taken away from the game a little bit? And even in the actual venue, when you're actually there live, like, the whole point is to sell beers and sell drinks and sell food. Uh, what, why is taking away 30 minutes to 45 minutes per game, wouldn't that be, like, non-beneficial? That? I don't think it's guaranteed. I don't think it, uh, potentially, John. I don't think it's guaranteeing shaving thirty minutes, forty-five minutes per game off. What I'm excited to see is more action because yeah, so it should create more action more regularly. But I also don't. It's a very delicate balance and a very fine line. Because I also don't like being rushed, whether you're at the game or not. You, you're right. You buy tickets, expensive tickets. You're sitting there. You don't want to feel rushed at the game. Like, oh my god, every you, you know these guys are throwing pitches at a ridiculous rate. I, I'm missing this, or I, you know, I'm afraid to go get a drink. Like during a, a normal baseball game, it feels like you could do a million other things and not miss anything. Now you better be locked in, and I think that's part of the appeal of these new rules is that it's going to create. Action, which should command your attention more often. Yeah, well, when you're sitting in line trying to get a Bud Light or a Yingling or whatever, right, what do you drink? What do you drink, by the way? Um, good question. Usually, I'll have like if I'm at a, <laughs> if I'm at the game, I'd probably go with uh, those spiked uh, iced teas or lemonades, the Arnie Palmer. Well, you're going to get up and go do that, right? It's gonna be a nice ninety degree day at City, right? You're going to get up and go do that first inning. You're going to come back. It's going to be like top of the fourth. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. The blow, you're blowing right by all these innings here. I mean, you, really? You better get in there early. And thank you for the call, John. Appreciate checking in. You better get in there early. Get that food. Get those drinks early. I don't know how it's going to play out. I think in our minds, it feels like it's going to be or feel extremely fast. Rushed, fast-paced, action-picked pitch, uh, picked up. 
I don't know if it's actually going to play out like that. Matter of fact, I feel like it's not going to be that big of a difference. In certain spots, sure. And I do think in certain spots, the pitch clock is going to take away from the beautiful, timeless drama of, you know, big situations late in games. Bases loaded, two guys on, whatever it may be. One run game, runner on second base. There's great drama there. You don't want that sped up. In my mind, and this is why I was saying it gives me anxiety earlier in the week. In my mind, it's like watching a game on fast forward on your DVR or an old school VHS, you know, a VCR player. It's like watching a game on fast forward. But I don't think it's going to actually look that way or feel that way when they're playing the games. For now, it feels like it's possible that that would be the case. I hate the idea, though, of being rushed. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Hey, Sal. Good morning. Uh, you know, I was going to just touch on the WBC, but just getting on this topic real quick. You know, the <laughs> first off, I mean, if, if if you're worried about going to get a drink, I'm not, I'm not saying you specifically, but, you know, to this guy, this guy called, just wait till Brandon Nimmo gets up. He fouls off 30 pitches anyway, you know. Yeah, so yeah. you, you have know, to those, find those a guy. Is that bad. Yeah, or yeah. or takes pitches. So you have to find a guy that's yeah, gonna right. go up there and take pitches. <laughs> go go run to the uh, bar or whatever and grab a drink and come back. Yeah, right. So you'll only miss one or two uh, batters. All well. kidding that's aside, good. though, Eric, I do think that this rule—not that it's designed to do this—but it should keep more people in their seats watching the game more yeah, attentively. Yeah, phones and right. you know, and stuff like that. You know. Um, and, and I agree, which I think is a good thing. I mean, look, you know, <clears throat> I think pitchers and batters are going to learn how to stretch the clock to the very end. You know, like like in football, when you go right down to the last couple of seconds of the play clock, you know, they, they're going to learn how to manipulate these things, you know, to, to their advantage as best as they can. It's going to take a little time to, for them to get used to it, but... You know, but at the same time, I mean, you know, what what if you had, <clears throat> you know, and I mentioned Traxel earlier in the week, you know, who was known to being really slow, mm. so you knew what you were in for. There are there are pitchers, and you know, who would come in and pitch quickly. You know that that's just how their routine was. You know, so I mean, you, you're going to get both ends of the spectrum anyway, just maybe not as extreme in between. So. um you know, but the I think the whole idea is again, like you said, to, to speed up the pace, not necessarily the time in the game. You you can still end up with a three hour and fifteen minute game. And some you of the spring training have, games are have gone over three and a half hours, so it's not like every right. game is all of a sudden going to be two hours. Right. I, I think everyone's panicking, and I think the well, what's kind of frustrating me a little bit is I think people are automatically thinking that they're trying to eliminate time off the game, and and that's not the the exact point behind this concept is to, is to keep the flow going. Uh, to make the, the game more the game, entertaining. So. Right, right. Oh, they don't so, want I mean, action happening. It, so. They don't want more downtime. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see it. Like I said, the only thing I can say is I'm keeping an open mind to it. I hate the idea of a timeless sport now being timed to a certain extent. hate the idea of feeling rushed, but it is necessary. And I do think the upside here is going to be much more excitement more often which should create a game. You know, it's the one sport right. where, where people who aren't <laughs> dire baseball fans, it's the one sport where everybody says, ah, oh, it's boring. Baseball's boring. 
because it feels like nothing's happening a lot of the time. Well, if you right. know you're on a pitch clock where every 15 seconds the ball is going to be thrown, 15 seconds is, you know, that's kind of quick. There's going to be something happening or potentially happening every 15 seconds. Right. I mean, it, it just, you know, it, it, it does kind of lend itself to creating something, you know. Uh, I mean, look, you, you might end up with a lot of, you know, uh, you know, maybe some wild pitches, maybe someone trying to throw, pick someone off and they throw it away. I mean, it, it lends itself to a lot of possibilities. So, uh, well, what the way, I mean, you know, the, the game we eventually end up going to, I mean, I'll be really curious to see how uh, live how that looks. So, uh, you know, uh, we'll see how that is. But, but anyway, I, I, you know, uh, just to finish up real quick, I'm going to the Island again tomorrow. So hopefully, because hockey's really, you know, we're getting near the end of that. So that's, that should be fun. I'm going to see Creed 3 this weekend. So it's you are busy, look at uh, you busy weekend. Go yeah. to see the Islanders and then Creed three. Oh yeah, Creed Creed Good is for Sunday you. for me and Islanders tomorrow. So that's uh, you know, and then you know, and then uh, yeah, gotta you know stay busy because otherwise I'm sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> and then your uh, what would you vote for for that baseball outing Friday night or does it matter to you? Uh, I'll make it work either way. Okay, not, yeah, it doesn't matter to you. You're in. Yeah, yeah. Stewart, I mean, yeah. everybody's got to cater. And thank you for the call, Eric. As always, I figured, Stewart, oh, we got to cater to Stewart. He can't do a, a night game. Well, we have to figure something out because, Stewart, we want you there. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the pitch clock is going to be a controversial topic all year long. But right now, we don't even realize the impact that it's going to have. It's totally different in spring training. People freaked out the first weekend. People starting to adjust a little bit or learn different things about it and and see how it plays out now. But I ultimately don't even think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think it'll feel normal eventually, and it will create more action more often. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. 
Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666, total 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and CeeLo. Eddie is calling from the Bronx. Good morning, Eddie. Hey, what's going on, Sal? How are you, Sal, Eddie? I want to I I thank you, man, because you keep me up on my way to work and to my first stop in the morning. Thank you. I appreciate you listening, Eddie. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Sal, I want to talk about this WBC thing. Major League, sorry about the GPS. Yeah, major okay. League, major league has to take control in order for this to work in the future. The WBC is a wonderful thing for 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 us baseball lovers because it's the biggest stage for any of these professional athletes to represent their country. So major league has to take control. That way, there's no insurance issue. That way, there's oh such and such person can't play. You got to have the best of the best representing your country. I'm Dominican. I can't wait to see Dominican versus Puerto Rico versus USA versus the world. It Are you, who, who, do you, who do you root for in Major League Baseball? My Major League Baseball team? Yeah. Baseball are uh, the Red Sox. Okay, so do I'm you care? I'm a Red Sox fan. I love the Mets. Okay, well, whatever. That's fine. It doesn't matter who you root for. I was just curious who you who you root for, for so I could use as a reference. Let's say the Red Sox. Do you care more about the Red Sox, or do you care more about, uh, would you say, the Dominican and the WBC? I care about baseball. Right, but but the result I, of the game. Like, which one, you know, if one team, if the Red Sox lose a game, do you care about that or not really? Or does, does it mean oh, more oh. if Dominican lost a game or, or won a game, whatever it may be? Which one, which one do you care about more? You have to care about one more. Well, the, it, you see, that's, that's kind of tough because you're talking about a regular full season and then you're talking about an event that happens every four years that mm-hmm. represents your country. That is the bragging rights for four years. Uh, I, I guess, but I maybe I just don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't care about it, but I'm getting a good answer from you, Eddie, is that you care about that stuff. Man, that is, everything is sold out. I'm, I'm, I, me and my, my boys, we had a plan to go down to Florida. We can't get tickets. Hmm. It's sold out. That's the in order for this to work down the line, I'm telling you, Sal, Major League Baseball has to take full control. Well, don't they have full? Don't, I, don't they have no, full control? No, no who's no, got control? No, they don't. It's it's between Major League Baseball and part of the country. You know, the the, the teams that that like um, Lidon, which is the the Winter hmm. Baseball League in DR. It's not full control. That's the reason why there's so much issue right now. I am fascinated to I, – I, I don't know if why is the right question, but, I, like, you're, Eddie, comparing it to your love for the Red Sox. I I have a hard time <laughs> – no, I'm, I'm serious. It's not – I mean, to each his own. I, I respect your fandom and your passion, and especially for your country and all that. I just can't wrap my head around it. Like, I can't comprehend that thought process. Oh, man, it's it's – it's a, I'm telling you, it's a wonderful thing. It's it's all about bragging rights. There's nothing else. It's all about bragging rights. For My what? Who's better a better country? Team. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 that's it. It's all about that. I know, but does that uh, really mean anything? The result of a sporting event? Does that mean who's a better country? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's like more of a pride thing. You know, right. it's more of a pride. It's more of a pride. Right. But that I, makes you know, sense. I also, 
I want to touch a little bit on 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 the clock. Mm-hmm. About three two weeks ago, um, was it the Red, Red Sox or the Philly? Bases loaded, and the game ended on a clock violation. Yeah, the Red Sox. Braves. What do you think about? Yeah, what do you think about that in a in a in a in a wild card game, or in a in a World Series game? I think the guys got to learn the rules, and if you're aware of the rules, get in the box. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what do you mean? That's the rule. It's the rule. Now, by the wild card game, we should know the rules. Everybody should be understanding of what the rule is and be comfortable with it and not have any violations. I can't sit there and say, oh, wow, you got a violation now. Like, Have you, you played sports before, like professionally? Professionally? No. Okay, well, okay, you didn't. But when you play sports, you have like a little routine you go through. It's like a state of mind thing. Now that they want to control the routine, they want to uh, let 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 the boys be boys. Let them do what they do. Let them have fun. I love that they cut that crap out. The the shift, mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But everything else, just you know, let us be. Let us play. Yeah, but they're trying to clean up the game, Eddie. And thank you for the call. Appreciate checking in. Good luck to to your team there in the WBC. The sport needed a significant change. Maybe this is it. As much as I love baseball growing up, it was my first love. I, I It's my favorite sport. It, it It's obvious it needed a change. It was becoming a bore, especially the way that it's evolved with the analytics where the launch angle and strikeouts don't matter, poor defense, nobody's stealing any bases. Nothing's happening. I don't want to watch walks, home runs, and strikeouts. I want to watch baseball. The bat put on the ball. Guys who could field and throw. I know it's weird for some of you millennials who aren't familiar, but that's how baseball used to be played. Guys used to actually hit the ball with the bat, put it in play, and then the other guys, you know, the guys on defense, they'd catch it and throw it well. That used to be how the game would be played. And then, you know, in the instance where somebody got a base hit, they would steal a base potentially. It was fun. There were things called hit and runs and bunts. And it was all part of baseball. It was actually a fun game. Maybe one day you get to understand it the way that I did. And hopefully now some of those things become more normal. Stolen bases, base hits in the hole, diving plays by the defenders. I've I've always said I never complained about the length of games, or even the pace of play. The number one thing I care about is the quality of play. That, I think, is where baseball neglects to realize what their biggest problem is. It's not the pace of play. It's not the length of the games, although the length of the games is a direct correlation of the lack of quality play. Because you have pitchers, too many pitchers that don't belong in the big leagues, in the big leagues, and they're afraid to throw strikes. And they nibble and they nibble, walk guys left and right. It's horrible baseball. Guys that can't defend, guys that don't care to make contact, guys that are dead pull hitters that don't care to hit the ball the other way. 
Those are all things that are awful for baseball. The quality of play is the biggest problem. If it were a well-played game in three hours, 3.15, you'd be fine with it. But a poorly played game in three hours and 30 minutes, you hate it. That's the issue to me, the quality of play. Artie is calling from Atlanta. What's up, Artie? Hey, Seth, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making you it. Know my, yeah, appreciate it. Hey, um, you know what, uh, as far as the real baseball classic goes, if I'm the owner of a team, there's there, there's no way I want my player playing. I mean, there's a liability factor. There's factor if the guy gets hurt, you know, my team doctors ain't going to be there. I don't know. That's just the way I look at me. Because Agreed. Business, so I wouldn't want to do it either. Want. Now, the thing is, Artie, you have to be – kind to your players. You don't want to just be like, well, no, it's my rules. If a player comes to you and asks to go play, you obviously I'm with you. I would say, no, I don't want you to play in that. But what are you going to do? Prevent them from playing? Then they're going to be mad. You don't want angry players either. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. And I understand what the last caller was saying. You know, I mean, I, I definitely hate one of my dreams is to go to Dominican and watch some of those games. I've, I've seen them on YouTube and the way the fans are and all that. So, uh, you know, it just looks like it's exciting as hell. But, uh, you know, I my thing with the, with the clock is, and I, you know, I don't want to get too too crazy about this, but I'm assuming, you know, I hey man, I watched the game there to see how the clock set up. I'm assuming the pitcher bat, everybody can see the the, the the countdown. My thing is, if you're if you're a pitcher or if anything like that, if the, if the time's already incorporated into every ball and strike, let's just say with three balls, three strikes, I realize there's four balls. So you got the 15 seconds incorporated. Space, you got 90 seconds incorporated. If it was a perfect, you know, mm. perfect count. So my thing is, if, if a pitcher is wasting a pitch, like say it's five seconds, he wastes a pitch. Let's just let the ten seconds roll over to the to the next pitch. You know, it's not like it's that hard to do. You know, the clock stops, boom. We're in a technical, we're in an age now where we can do anything as far as uh, collecting data and processing it, and it just rolls over. You know, if he uses the max, he uses the max. I mean, it's just and he's constantly looking at it. You know, I, I just don't see. And the other point I'll make before I listen to to you is, um, but you're saying I'm, I'm, so you're I'm, saying make it as a whole the two minutes or whatever it is for the at bat. No, not a whole. Like it's okay. You're pitching, say you you, you pitch mm-hmm. and you got the pitch off in nine seconds. That six seconds gets rolled over to the next fifteen seconds. You know what I mean? Well, it but just, just keeps it, building it, up. Yeah, well, if it does, or it doesn't, yeah, or 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 if a guy's taking the max fifteen every time, it just goes because it's already incorpor- they've already incorporated it into what they think would be the the longest bat possible. You know what I mean? And that way, it just, I think uh, it's too too difficult for that. I, I know yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I thought about that when I was going to put it out there, but uh, but uh, and then the only other thing I'm I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see how much time is spent between innings if that goes up because of advertising. Because then they haven't really saved anything. They haven't done anything. Yeah, they give the, the person at the game more time to run, to go to the bathroom, to get a beer, to get a drink. and under there. But I'm very interested to see that part, especially if an inning goes super fast. What? If it, well, wouldn't commercial time just stay the same regardless? I don't know, Sal. That's well, what I'm asking you. Think you think they're going to add, you're saying? I don't know. I think, I, I, I'm like I said, I'm right now, I'm an outsider looking in. I'm interested to see. If a game's – let's just say that – you know, we're looking at this at every angle. Let's say the game's going super fast. We're on pace for a two-hour game. You know what I mean? I'm just interested to see that. I'm interested to see if right, – But I don't think – but but regardless, Artie, there's going to be the nine innings of commercials, and thank you for the call. appreciate you checking in. The time of the game shouldn't matter in regards to the commercial breaks. Those are going to be the same. Now, you tell me eventually they want to make the commercial breaks a little bit longer because they feel like they've chopped off, you know, 30 seconds of a half an inning. 
and they could squeeze an extra 30 seconds in a break, whatever. That's a different story. But the amount of breaks are going to remain the same, regardless of how the, uh, long the game goes. There's nine innings. So that shouldn't change. Uh, the, the whole thing is just weird. It's going to take uh, an adjustment here. It's going to take a little getting used to. I don't like the idea of having it roll over because it's not you know some bank of time. It's 15 seconds. That's it. Pitch clock. Throw the ball in 15 seconds. Shouldn't be that difficult. Frank is calling from Palisades Park. What's up, Frank? Hey, Sal. Thanks for taking my call. I, I just wanted to talk about the Giants situation. Look, I give credit to Daniel Jones. He worked really hard and he proved himself this year. But if he's asking for $45 million or he even goes down to 35 that's still way too much. He is not worth that. With the Giants, well, I think the Giants should just let him walk and give, the, give him the transition tag if that's still around. They are going to franchise tag him if they can't come to an agreement. And Daniel Jones may not be worth anywhere near $45 million or more, but hard to say he's not worth $35 million when you look at some of the quarterbacks out there. Now, I said just under 30, I'd feel comfortable paying him. So if you get or under 35 million, but I think the best play, aside from the impact that it has or negative impact that it would have with their salary cap situation, meaning that this particular year would be in a rough spot, aside from that being the factor, I think the best case is they do franchise tag Daniel Jones and see what he does again this year. Because if he's better than what he was a year ago, then you could say, okay, we feel comfortable he's gotten into a spot where this is our guy. But there are no guarantees with Daniel Jones because he hasn't done anything. Last year was okay. Last year was a, a good year, but it wasn't like he lit the world on fire. Exactly. But if they do sign him, right, and they get him to $35 million, let's say, let's say he becomes reasonable and goes down to $35. one will that happen then from re-signing you know, Saquon Barkley and then adding more depth to the rest of the team, which is what they were surely lacking, and that's why they couldn't really do well against the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I think if they get them under 35, they'd be able to spread it out in a way that it would allow them to bring Barkley back and would allow them to improve the team beyond just bringing those two back. You so wouldn't it be worth Giants to just transition tag him and get the compensation draft picks? Because that way they can at least maybe work towards getting another quarterback and maybe just coming draft or next year? Yeah, I'm not sure about the transition tag. I mean, the only thing that I've been reading about, Frank, and thank you for the call, appreciate checking in, has been the possibility of the franchise tag. And the Giants want Daniel Jones back. They've made no you know, qualms about it. They've told him they want him back. They've told everybody they want him back. But obviously they want him back at their price. And if they can't work out a deal where they get him back at their price for long term, they're going to franchise tag him. The only thing that that does, well, not the only thing, two things. It chews up more of their cap space this year because that's a hard number, whatever it is, the 30-plus million for the franchise tag. Plus, it would prevent them from being able to bring Saquon Barkley back. So Jones is being... And I get he's got to get his money, but he is being selfish here, hurting the team and forcing his partner, you know, Barkley, the two offensive stars, the, the two offensive players, really, for the Giants. He'd be forcing Barkley out. 
if Jones wants to win, he's going to have to understand that he can't get anywhere near $45 million bucks per year. And he takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. up on the phones here going to 5 a.m. the warm-up show with Al and CeeLo. Ben is calling from Princeton. What's up, Ben? Hey, good morning, Sal. Good morning. How you doing? Good, Ben. How are you? Good, good, good. Sal, listen, I will, uh, I listen to you every day morning on my drive in to work, right? Thank but, you. Um, a, couple, a couple days ago, you talked, and yesterday, you touched on a topic that was true and dead to me, talking about the spring of 94. You know, I'm a, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm a somewhat... Uh, I'm a Ranger fan, but I don't follow hockey until, like, playoff time, really. I follow the Rangers, but I really don't watch it during the regular season, if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think a lot of people do the same thing. Yeah, but I'm a Ranger fan. I go back to the days when J.D. was in goal. You know what I mean? Those big rivalries when the Islanders were good. And, you know, used to catch it on on Channel 9, as well as um, away Nick games. But that being said, Sal, spring of 94 was my best spring early summer ever. Sal, if you didn't live through that ever, fans that don't know, I never saw New York City popping the way I saw in spring of 94. Every night, every night of the week and the weekends, you either had the Rangers or you had the Knicks. The balls were hopping. The strip clubs were popping. Sal, <laughs> it was crazy. You yeah. just don't know. Listen, Sal, let oh, me tell it you was, story. Yeah, it was on and, and popping, yeah. Sal, let me tell you a story. Just the honest truth, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, we used to go hang out with my boys. You know, my boys had, the, like, the tricked-out cars, you know what I mean, with the um, with the sound systems in the back. We pull <laughs> yeah. up to the clubs. We pull up to the clubs, you know, and, you know, they have the music blasting or whatever you want to go in. You know, you know you know what time it is. You know, you're young, you're mm-hmm. So, long story short, though, you know what? I remember having to be walked off the ledge. Joe Beningo had your spot in the overnight, right? And the Knicks lose heartbreaking games. Right, Sal? And I'm out in the front of the club. In front of the clubs. My boys right there, they want to blast the music. And I said, nah, nah, nah. Turn on the radio. Because, Sal, I was so depressed. <laughs> right? I needed to hear something. No, Sal, this is the, this oh, is I know. the honest truth. I know, but it's funny. I know. Go ahead. Right? And they sitting there saying, yo, you got all these girls out here. This guy's sitting in the car listening to sports talk radio. And I'm like, Sal. <laughs> Sal, I'm like, yo, listen, man. It, it, yo, Sal. I need the Knicks to win in my lifetime. I'm oh, serious. I, need I can't help you there. In my lifetime. You know, I've been rooting for the Need is a strong word. Years. Huh? Need is a strong word. I mean, I... No, Sal. Yeah. No, Sal. No, 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 no. No, Seriously, I mean, dude, you've you. been waiting forever. You know the deal. But, but Sal, you don't, you don't know how much I'm invested in this team like you said the other day. How? Sal, how are you still invested after all these years? They've sucked for 25 years almost. Sal, Sal, listen to me. I'm a fan. It's Knicks or nothing. I brought my kid into this. It's been nothing. Sal, oh, why would you do that, Ben? Come but, on. But why not? You're calling from Sal, Princeton. You, know you got to be smarter than that. You can't bring no, no, your kid no, no, into no. it. But I'm, I'm from New York, though. I no. live down here now, but I'm from New York originally. Sal, you don't understand something. This is different ever. When I was growing up, 
there was no video games. There was nothing. There was no reality TV or, or cable TV like that. No, I get so, it. I get it. But how? my point is you're waiting for the Knicks. You said you need the Knicks to win. Need it. Yes. I mean, yes, I, I need it. So. But are you talking about like, a first-round series? You might get that. No, you might. No, no. Well, I know it's not going to happen this year. I'm a, I'm a realistic fan. I, I want you to think I'm one of those nut jobs that, you know. <laughs> no. That, Why would I think crazy. that? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but Sal, listen to what I'm saying to you, though. Right? Life is good. My life is good, Sal. My kid is doing great. I'm healthy. My life, my job is great. Life is good. Love to hear I'm not complaining. The only thing I'm missing, Sal, is that chip. That's see, but that's out of Ben. See, you, but that's out of your control. And Ben, I got to tell you, thank you for the call. I loved that call. You get back to us. Love the passion, respect it, and I do understand what you're saying. But focus on the life is good part. Sun's good. You're happy, enjoying yourself. All good. The one thing that's missing is something that you have no control over. They, the Knicks, have control over it to a certain extent. And they have failed you year after year after year after year times 20. You're not getting it anytime soon. And I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I've just given up. If it happens in any of the sports, it happens. I can't. I'm way beyond the point of, oh, I just need to see this team win it before I go. I don't give a crap anymore. They've beaten me down. I've been teased. I was on the brink. And now, ultimately, I do me. I root for me, first and foremost. Because I could somewhat control that. You can't control what your team does. Ben, you, I mean, you're going to be out there, what, 20 years or so? Getting toward the end, and you're going to be like, oh, man, my one regret. The Knicks didn't win it. Well, it's not your fault. It's theirs. But I do get it. That's fandom right there. But, no, I don't think you're crazy at all. Mike is calling from Vermont. What's up, Mike? Hey, good morning, Sal. uh, First time calling your show. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling, Mike. What's on your mind? Yes, sir. We agree on uh, your take on the baseball we're 100% in agreement on that. One quick thing, and I know this might be a little too mundane for some people, but there's a rule in Major League Baseball where the pitcher has to be towing the rubber in order to take the sign from the catcher. If they did away with that rule and let the pitch pitcher get the pitch sign at any time, you know what I mean? If there's a fall ball, he can look in and get the sign then, whatever. But if, if he's not towing the rubber looking for the sign, technically it's a box. I know it's a little thing, but that's just part yeah, of Yeah, you're right. That of, is too mundane. No, no, Sal. Oh. It's good stuff. Yeah, no. Also, about, about two years ago, they added an extra minute between innings. And I think you get like 2.30 now between innings. What, for a commercial break you're talking about? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I don't remember that. Uh, but well, you, I'm, I'm letting you know. Well, that. thank you. No, I appreciate no, it. No, no, it's what I do in life. I let people know things. Well, I appreciate like you. you. Like you. Well, I really don't let people this know. The, <laughs> I don't know what I do in life. I just sit here and talk. This is the first time I've been able to call. My wife went to Florida, and she's not a morning person, so I thought I would try to give you a call. Ah, I appreciate that. 
Wife's away. Mike is going to play. A little no. overnight radio. Call up at 4 a.m. or almost 5 I'm too old to play, Sal. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, appreciate, I appreciate your humor, Sal. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Once you said thank you, that was it. The thumb was already on the uh, drop button there. But thank you for the call. You get back to us. Uh, Omar is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Omar? What's up, pal? How about those Knicks, Omar? Oh, what happened? Omar! Omar dropped! Omar, I was waiting for it. Oh, come on. That's twice. Omar, you're going to get your line cleaned up, will you? From one end of the spectrum to the other. Brett is calling from Long Island. What's up, Brett? Yeah, no good morning, Sal. I can't believe you just said that Daniel Jones is selfish. How could you say that? That's like me saying to you, management comes to you today and says, Sal, we're going to give you, we're going to extend your contract, whatever money you make, whatever that is. For five years, we're going to add on $10 million per year to, to give you an extra $50 million. But, Sal, you know, this is all under, under lock and key. But, Sal, we won't be able to, probably won't be able to keep Al Dukes. You, so you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm not no, going to sacrifice it's a, it's a horrible, It's a horrible analogy because How? Daniel Jones... How? Because Al Dukes has nothing to do with my show. Daniel Jones needs other players you, to no, help him said, win. You said, yeah, but you said, no, no, no. Al, Al Dukes for the station, I'm saying. So for the team, for the Giants as a team. You guys are a team on the fan, No, right? no, no, you not really. The show, you guys work with each other. You guys have all worked not with really. each other. Not really. I mean, no, no it's, a bad, it's a bad analogy. Just stick to the football because that's what we're trying to talk about here. Daniel but Jones. That, that's how you can't say somebody's selfish unless you're well, all right, Then you'd have to take a pay cut. $5 million a year or a million dollars a year. How can you call somebody selfish when it's not even him? It's his agent, by the way. So that was the... Who, that, that, what do you mean? Do you, know how, do you know how it works? He controls his agent, Brett. You don't know what you're talking about. You're right. Brett, here's the thing. Daniel Jones isn't selfish at all. He, he wants the most money possible with his new agents, and, and that's fine. That's his right. At the expense of making his team better, at the expense of potentially losing Saquon Barkley, but he's not selfish at all. And to boot, you think he's worth forty-five million bucks? He's not selfish at all. Paul, real quick in Woodbridge, what's up, Paul? Hey, how's it going, Sal? How are you, Paul? Uh, love listening to you every morning, Paisan. Thanks. Thank you for being so good on. Appreciate it. Wanted to uh, go on about the baseball. Uh, actually, I'm a traditionalist. I liked uh, the way baseball used to be growing up and all, but I thought I was going to hate this pitch clock thing. I actually love it. Uh, I just think uh, the shorter amount of time, it also uh, will help with uh, any cheating or any possible banging on trash cans or any other way to uh, relay messages. Uh, the shorter time in the box, I think, uh, you know, let's see how the Astros do this year. Well, I mean, the Astros stopped cheating, uh, well, at least we think, a while ago. And, you know, winning the World Series last year should put an end to all the cheating stuff. But I do think it, you know, the pitch clock, should help prevent sign stealing. I don't think that's why it's put in there. It's put in there to create more action, make the sport less boring. We'll see how it how it looks when we see it for real in the regular season. It's going to be an adjustment for sure. We'll find out how much of an adjustment and how good or bad it's going to be. All right, that does it for us. What a week it was. Uh, thanks, everybody who called and listened. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Manny Rodriguez filling in for Fleegs the majority of the week. We appreciate your help, Manny. Good job. We'll be back again Sunday. I think at 1 as opposed to 2. So stay tuned a little earlier Sunday night. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm going home and I'm going to sleep.
the warm-up show with Al and CeeLo. That's coming up next. We'll see you later. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.